0: Uh Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Tickle me when I say it, but I do. Like I say always, it just is a constant reminder of how good God has been. So my question to you is, what's stopping you from having the life that you want? What's stopping you? from having the life that you want. I know a lot of people who have given up on achieving the life of their dreams. But I know they'd still want them if they could get to them. But they just allowed to settle for so many reasons. So who I'm talking to is you today. What's really at the core of stopping you? What is that? Is it your friend's? or your associates? Is it the fear of what you think somebody else will think of you if you decide to change? Is it what I used to call the call of the wild? Is it the fact that you keep thinking that the thing that you're doing that's providing you these momentary moments of pleasure that really ain't really good or healthy for you, you don't want to stop doing that because you've got just a little bit more something else you want to do? I call that the call of the wild. You know, it's just out there. Them streets is calling you. Them lights is calling you. You know, them girls is calling you. Them guys that's on the wrong side keep calling you. You can't seem to make a decision about the right guy. You keep picking the wrong guy all the time. What is it that's stopping you from having the life that you really want to have? So whatever the reason you're choosing, that's the reason that's stopping you from having the life that you want to have. It's no good. Because at the end of the day, here's the real deal. See, God is available. And God is available for all of us. And God has a plan for all of us. And God wants the very best for all of us. That's the truth of the matter. So now, what are we going to do to get started having that life? First of all, if it's your friends, I want you to understand something. Your friends can't save you. A lot of your friends offer no real help for you. Most of your friends don't have the answer themselves. I mean, it's just a wide range of reasons. And misery love, company. So usually when your friends are in a bad position, they kind of like company in that bad position. Your friends ain't going to church. You're going to be their friend. They don't really want you to go to church. You know, your friends don't pray. So why would they offer up prayer as a solution to you? You know, your friends don't really really get uh, the fact that if you treat people better, people would treat you better. So what's that? So your friends are a lot of times the reasons, you know, the peer pressure of what and then the thought in your mind of what they're going to think once they find out I don't do what they do anymore. Who cares what they think other than you? I mean, really, you can't let what somebody thinks of you stop you from having the best life you wanted to have. If I went by that theory right there, I wouldn't I wouldn't even be on this mic this morning. I would have never become a stand up. I would have had I listened to the people around me who clearly told me when I quit my job to pursue this. Boy, don't you quit your job. You got a family. Boy, don't you do this. You ain't got no bit that ain't ain't no security in that. Get yourself a job. Go down here and work your brother. Go to work over here. Go to, I heard all of that. I didn't let that stop me from pursuing this. Why would you allow that to stop you from pursuing your relationship with God so you can have the best life you could possibly have? You gang bang because they've convinced you that this is the family situation and love that you don't have. And they've convinced you that this is your only way, your only source of getting over. And then you drum up these ignorant reasons, man, for staying with it. That form of the call of the wild, that wanting to be accepted by a group of people who trying to get you to accept a way so you can further their progress to even prove that you worthy to be around them. You got to commit some type of crime to even prove that you worthy to be around them. Then when you get busted on the crime, what happens to that? Where your family at now, they don't come down there to see you because guess what? That's one, more, that's one more nail in that coffin. That's one step closer to that third strike where you ain't going to ever get out. It's one step closer to that graveyard. You keep on. Why would you not give God a try? Why would you not go and see what your life could really be? What is it that's stopping you? Because, see, I got news for you. There's nothing like waking up free. But, you know, it ain't ever too late to get back to that. It ain't ever too late to turn around. It ain't ever too late to get your life together. It ain't ever too late to seek God. And it ain't ever too late to pray. Don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. And don't be too proud to pray. Because prayer changes things. Prayer changes people, too. I'm a witness to that I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at Champacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VTW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
0: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need,